Welcome to episode 3 of Frankenpod, a podcast about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Each week we will deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of Frankenstein. This episode's topic, character analysis. This podcast will be brought to you by your hosts, Angelique Person, Sophia Suarez, Paige McCormick, Alina Kalandos, and Andrew Taramina. Hi, my name is Paige McCormick, and on today's episode of Frankenpod, we will be doing a character analysis. Our first host, Angelique Person, will be introducing Elizabeth Lavenza, the lover and childhood best friend of Victor Frankenstein. Angelique, describe Elizabeth and Victor's relationship, as well as her role throughout the novel. Yeah, so I believe it is important to examine Elizabeth as a minor character throughout the novel Frankenstein, as she is one of Victor's loved ones. Victor and Elizabeth's relationship actually starts in their childhood when Elizabeth is adopted into the Frankenstein family. Victor describes their first time meeting in chapter one. He says that his mother presented Elizabeth to him as a promised gift. He also describes taking her words literally, saying that Elizabeth is his to protect, love, and cherish. So we see this relationship building from a young age. As the story presumes, Victor's mother actually dies, but before dying, she says in chapter 3, My hopes of future happiness were placed on the prospect of your union, referring to Victor and Elizabeth's relationship. So there's always this foreshadowing that the two will end up together. Elizabeth is also an idealized character, meaning that she's almost too perfect in every way. In chapter 1, Victor describes... Um, Elizabeth as having hair that was the brightest living gold and despite her poverty she seemed to set a crown of distinction on her head. He also describes her as having eyes of blue cloudless and her lips molding her face expressing her sensibility and sweetness. But not only does he describe her as being beautiful but he describes her as being the perfect woman of society. In chapter 2 he says that Elizabeth has a saintly soul, like a shrine dedicated lamp in our peaceful home, and her sympathy was ours, her smile, her soft voice, the sweet glance of her celestial eyes, they were there to bless and animate that family. And while between the childhood and the adult time during both of their lives may have been affected by turmoil, Victor and Elizabeth actually end up getting married. What Victor fails to realize is their marriage puts Elizabeth as a target by the monster and on their night of their wedding he describes the night as being stormy and ominous in chapter 23 despite all efforts of trying to protect elizabeth victor quotes i escaped from them to the room where lay the body of elizabeth my love my wife so lately living so dear so worthy He also says that he rushes towards her, embraces her with ardor, but the deadly languor and coldness of the limbs told me that what now I held in my arms has ceased to be the Elizabeth whom I had loved and cherished. The death of Elizabeth actually really changes Victor, as after this he is admitted into a psych ward because the loss of his loved one ends up driving him insane. So while Elizabeth isn't talked about in depth throughout the whole novel, her role as a character is very important to Victor's 
role as a character because what she does truly does affect him because they have been together their whole lives and she was his true love. Alina, who was William and what led the monster to approach him out of all the characters in the novel? That's a really great question and I do feel that the monster could have approached anybody but he was really drawn to William because he really thought that the child's youth would make him unprejudiced. So the creature tries to befriend him, but what William's really terrified of the ugly creature. So his reaction is going to come off to suggest that the creature's monstrosity is too much for even the most innocent, just like William was. So out of anger and hate about this situation, the monster takes it upon himself strangles William to death, and Justine Mortiz, like his um, nanny, is actually framed for the death, and she's hung because of the crime, which was not, like, done by her. So William's obviously Frankenstein's old younger brother, and he's described as a sweet child who smiles, delighted, and warmed my heart, who was gentle yet so gay, in page 58. So he truly was so innocent and did not see, see the harm or know what to do when he was approached in this situation. So the death of his younger brother, William, begins Victor's guilt for creating the monster. So Sophia, why do you think the creation of Frankenstein's bride was so necessary and in what ways did Victor create the bride? Frankenstein's monster was very adamant about how he wanted a wife because he felt lonely and he was murderous and he thought he was murderous because he was lonely and he thought a wife would make it better. He, s he told Frankenstein they would move to South America in the rainforest. A quote that explains the monster telling Frankenstein about this is, You must create a female for me with whom I can live in the interchange of those sympathies necessary for my being. This you can alone do. I demand it for you as right, which you must not refuse to concede. This is page 248 in chapter 17. Frankenstein did what the, his monster wanted, and he made him a bride. When he was more than halfway done, he looks up at the window and sees the monster glaring at him. He gets scared and stops making the bride, and Frankenstein tells him he'll see him on his wedding night. Andrew, I have a question for you. Who was Henry Clerville, and why was he important to Victor? Henry Clerville was Victor Frankenstein's friend and companion through the entire story. He was an ambitious, ordinary man who went to college with Victor Frankenstein and was his friend through it all. Henry Clerval's life in the novel not only parallels Victor Frankenstein's, but foils the monsters. It parallels Victor Frankenstein's in the way that he is ambitious, they're scientists, and they went to the same school. But it foils the, mo the monster's life because... He is caring, shows companionship, draws strength and comfort from having a friend who shares his experiences and feelings as well. Which is Victor Frankenstein. A quote from the novel from Victor Frankenstein about Henry Clerval is, He's always quick in discerning the sensations of others. This really shows the care and feelings he gives to his friends. Paige's question is, why was the creation of Frankenstein's bride necessary and in what ways did Victor create her? 
That's a really good question, Andrew. In the beginning of chapter 14, Frankenstein's monster is greeted with kindness for the first time by the de Lacy's. The father, son, and daughter trio, quote, descended from a good family in France, unquote, and the dad is blind. In my opinion, the family works as a vessel to propel the creature's character development into a new stage because the audience gets to see a more vulnerable, compassionate side to the monster. He even aids the family in like facile tasks that will make their lives easier. For example, he cuts firewood for them and cleans out snow from their house in the wintertime. that's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of FrankenPod. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to tune in next week where we will be talking about aesthetic theory and Mary Shelley's Frankenstein.